0: Learn and Learn podcast episode 3 and this is the part 2 of the two-part series. So if you haven't listened to episode 2, which was part 1, I would suggest that you do that before listening to this one. So if you haven't listened to part 1, just shoo, go away, listen to that one and then come back. Also, uh, if you can hear the noise from my AC, just... uh, know that it is too fucking hot here in Delhi. So yeah, in the last episode we had talked about uh, attention and how it affects our creativity depending on where you end up focusing your attention towards as well as the consequences when we choose to crave the attention we want to get through our craft rather than paying attention towards our craft and the creative process. And we had largely focused on the initial bit which was the consequences for when we choose to crave attention. So now, in part 2, I want to specifically talk about the juicy stuff, the paying attention stuff and all the things that happen when we do that. So without further ado, let's just get into it. So in the last episode, we had attempted to define what paying attention is and it is essentially the act of concentrating or putting your mind on a particular thing and which could be anything. It could be an activity, it could be your craft, which is what we want to talk about. So whenever you practice or engage in the process of your craft, which could be anything, it could be cooking or playing football or just call of duty or writing, or dancing, or martial arts. <laughs> Literally every creative process is a craft. So when you're engaged in your craft and when you have a certain mastery over it, not to say that you're a complete professional in whatever craft you're pursuing and neither am I saying that you're a beginner because uh, I'm talking about a level of mastery when where you have gained a certain natural edge a natural instinct towards that particular craft and you do not have to think too much while practicing that craft which a beginner has to do because uh, let's say if you do not know how to make an omelette making it for the first time will require a lot of your cognitive ability will require you to think through a lot and you'll constantly be looking at the recipe and overthinking each step So that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a stage where you have gained a certain mastery over that craft of yours. For example, uh, when you brush your teeth, even though brushing is not clearly a craft, but when you brush your teeth, you do not have to think about brushing your teeth. You just do it. So my point here being, when you practice a certain craft of yours and you have that natural instinct towards that process, you kind of enter a flow state where you're not thinking ahead. You're just focused on what is in front of you each second. Your craft becomes your flow and naturally emanates out into reality. And your pupils dilate in an absolute focus on the moment. That is the flow state. And that is what I want to talk about today. And this is something that really, really fascinates me and I can talk on and I can talk hours on end on this uh, particular phenomena of the flow state. So when you're practicing your craft, you're basically in a moving meditation. Your mind is silent but it seems to know exactly what to do next. You seem to have this absolute trust in what you have to do even though you're not even thinking about your next move. So your mind produces no thoughts but even then your body just seems to know what the next move should be. And this trust that you have over your faculties is immense the hours the amount of time you put into your craft. You know, climbing or sketching or running or playing call of duty or cooking or karate or boxing. You just enter a state of flow and the world seems to come to you effortlessly. Now the question is how do we replicate that? How do we do that on a daily consistent basis? Because at the end of the day it's not easy to enter this flow state. As you do not see everyone operating in this state all the time, especially when we live in a society that is constantly bombarding us with stimuli and are competing for our attention with ourselves. To be afraid of this or that, to live like this or that, to worry about this. If you do not get the best grades, you're fucked for life. A constant fear perpetuated in our brains, keeping us distracted from the moment. You know, when you're always thinking about the past or the future what happened to you yesterday, or what you could have done better yesterday, or what would happen tomorrow, and what if things do not go according to your plan. So your mind's focus or attention is either focused on your past or your future, never in the present, where the flow exists. That being said, that's the first step. When it comes to entering flow, you've got to be present in the moment, however cheesy it might sound. And interestingly enough, when you actually live in the present moment, a natural trust takes over you and you get unafraid from everything and get that confidence that you can do it without thinking. Because all the anxiety or the spotlight effect that one might face if they are performing their particular craft in front of an audience is just a direct result of them thinking and focusing about the future. What if they fuck up? What will people say about him? What if he makes a fool out of himself? So his mind is constantly focused on the potential failure, which is the future. And hypothetically speaking, if he were to turn his attention towards the absolute present moment, all that fear and fright will go away. But it is obviously easier said than done, and I completely acknowledge that fact. So. Let's go over how we can consistently be in flow all the time. Now if you're a gamer, you know that in this particular craft, there isn't really a lot to be afraid of. There's nothing much to lose, you're just sitting comfortably in your room and you are in your safe bubble where you can let what you've trained just come out of you. So that being said, I'm sure a lot of us have experienced flow at least when we're playing computer games as it is easier to be present in the moment there. I'm sure you must have played Call of Duty and when you get those three headshots in a row, everyone has had that moment. And if you haven't, you're a real fucking noob. I'm kidding. So when you get those three headshots in a row, that uh, is the moment where you are in the flow state or where you are in the zone where you're no longer thinking about where to go or where to hide. Your instincts are driving you and you're just nailing it. But since this is something that you are doing, sitting in your room, you do not have the pressure of an audience. So it is easier for you to achieve the flow state because you do not have to worry about a potential failure. If you die, you just respawn and you play again. So when it comes to executing your craft out in the real world, when it comes to executing your optimum state of mind flow in a karate match or while playing an instrument, excess thoughts gets in the way anxiety now how do we stop that the simplest answer to that is learn to meditate and that is one of the simplest ways you can get yourself closer to the flow state because essentially if you think about it the flow state is nothing but a state of total involvement. in a sense that you are totally involved in the process of your craft and for you to be totally involved you need to be absolutely present in the moment you cannot be going about thinking about either the past or the future. You have to be one with the process, you have to be, you have to completely surrender to the process. And when you do that, that phenomena is basically the flow state. So learn to meditate, stare at a wall and be content. Just breathe and focus on the wall. Make it your whole world, give it your complete, utter attention. Do not try to stop your mind from coming up with thoughts, because it will come up with thoughts. think about shit like why am I even doing this and don't try to suppress those thoughts just let them play in the background because in a meditation you do not want to shut your mind you do not want to be able to just have no thoughts it's your mind's job to generate thoughts and it'll do just that but it is you who has to choose whether you have to pay attention to those thoughts or not because essentially the main aim of any sort of meditation is to distance yourself from your mind to realize that you are not your mind you're not your thoughts and you can have thoughts and still be uninvolved with them in a sense that you do not react to your thoughts so if you just sit down and stare at a wall and just do that you know just stare at the wall that is practice for you to enter the flow state because you are practicing to pay attention to just one thing to just one object so meditation is the simplest and I would say the most effective way for you to achieve the flow state on a consistent basis. The next step would be to do this in reality, you know, go out for a walk and breathe deep and just be there as a witness without paying attention to any of your thoughts you might be having. Don't even try to appreciate nature or think that everything is so beautiful. Just be a part of it all. Look at the trees and let whatever you feel be felt, don't appreciate it with language those emotions will come within you naturally do not have the urge to bring it out by saying it and if you just uh, practice these simple things on a consistent basis you will literally feel a difference in a sense that you will be more focused on the present and your mind will wander less and it'll worry less about the past or the future just like a kid be a kid they seem to always be in a flow state being at all with anything and everything that they see around but over time, we pound that kid with social conditioning and the flow state slowly goes away and the voices start taking over and their mind is left into an illusion, detracted from the state of flow. So meditation, master that shit. And then apply those principles into the real world. If you're doing pull-ups, practice doing them without counting the reps. Just focus on the muscle fibers the contraction of your muscles. Be absolutely aware of the pain that your body is enduring at that particular moment. See where its breaking point lies and over time you will see that you do not have to rely on the number of reps. And this is what I think is the beauty of the flow state. That if you theoretically teach yourself to be in the flow state naturally, you will uh, become unstoppable. Any skill you wish to learn, you will learn it effortlessly. Without even realizing it, you'll find techniques and methods to better yourself at your craft without even thinking about it. You'll just start executing in a way that captivates the world around you. You could be doing a menial activity like walking down the street and you would seem different from the rest of the people. And before you are so focused on the technique and the plan of action, when you come into flow, all of this will happen effortlessly without even a single thought. Your body will move on its own and you will have no idea as to how the fuck this is happening. It'll just happen. If you want to witness this state of flow, see what it looks like. There are such people in every craft that is out there who are able to achieve this. For example, you can look at Le Twins, the twins who dance and if you look at them and if you just watch them dance you will instantly know because I think they are a perfect example of someone being in a complete, utter state of flow and their entire body seems to move to the music, literally which is something that's called musicality and if you just watch them dance, you'll know what the state of flow looks like if you want to talk about a different craft, let's say mixed martial arts you can look at Anderson Silva and watch his fights and you will know what the state of flow means and looks like in that particular craft. Or Mike Tyson for boxing, or Anthony Bourdain for the craft of cooking, or Ronaldinho, if you watch Ronaldinho play football, when he had the ball, it didn't seem like he's playing football. He seemed like he's dancing with the ball, just having fun and dancing around with the ball, with a total and utter involvement with the ball and the game. So yeah, for football, when a football player is playing, when Messi is playing, he has no thoughts in his head, he's not planning his next move in his head, he's just doing what the moment calls for, naturally. In that moment, his brain knows exactly what to do and where to move, and it's just effortless. And so this is really baffling in some sense, because people seem to be operating on an optimal level without even having a single thought, which kind of makes no sense. Dr Richard Feynman, he said, the imagination of nature is far, far greater than the imagination of man. Now, this guy was a physicist and he is a man of science and he is also essentially saying that there is a greater power operating within us that doesn't seem to require any thinking. That even though when we shut our minds, there is something within us that drives us to be in an optimal state of being. And this is why the this whole phenomena of flow state is so interesting to me because it seems almost metaphysical in nature to me that this is certainly not scientific and, you know, you cannot conduct any experiments to prove its existence or not but it is in line with some of the things that often religious people say, you know So it kind of makes me wonder if there is a connection between the things that religion talks about and the modern science so it's interesting stuff frederick nietzsche says i'm not sure if that's how you pronounce his name but i think he was a famous psychologist of his time he said there is more wisdom in your body than in your deepest philosophies alan watts said an artist is a person who performs his craft skillfully but doesn't really know how he does it so again you see a common theme that you see that these people are referring to something that is almost supernatural or certainly unscientific but yeah I just wanted to shed some perspective given by some people who also believed in this phenomenon of the flow state so yeah I think I have uh, discussed in brief as to what flow state is and kind of tried to explain it the best way I could so I hope you take something away from this also, there is a book which I'm currently reading. Its name is Flow. It's by the author Mihali Csikszentmihalyi. Mihali. The name is a mouthful, so I'm not going to say that again. But I'm currently reading it and it is great. So, if you personally found this uh, particular phenomena, I would really recommend you to read this book. And also, I don't know if uh, this episode turns out to be a bit unstructured, but for the sake of the topic, of the episode flow state I tried to record the episode without having any prior notes so usually I have my diary in front of me and it has a bunch of uh, pointers on which which I expand upon but for this particular episode I just have a couple of pointers which are also just uh, the examples that I thought that I will give so I tried to speak whatever comes to my mind in this particular episode though it is obviously hard when i have the recorder on because then there is the spotlight effect so obviously that fucks up with the flow state but i tried to do it anyway so if this episode sounds a bit unstructured or repetitive just know that it was my sincere attempt at being in a flow state though not completely obviously uh so yeah I think this would be a good place to end the episode and you'll hear from me again soon.